0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Game Gravy Rewind Podcast, episode 24. As always, Anthony, me, is here to host the podcast. Tonight with me from GameGravy.com, I have Mr. Christopher King. What'd I do? And from NintendoFever.com, I have Mr. Ryan Shiflett. I said that correct, right? Yes, you did. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> Hello. Hello. So- We are going to jump into the first segment that we always start with, and that's what we've been playing. Um, I'll go ahead and kick it off with what I've been playing. I'm going to start with a Wii U eShop title called Tri-Stripe or Tri-Strip. It's from Scott Games and Form Up Studios. Uh, That's who published it. Um, Scott Games had um, developed it. And it's, it's a throwback game in sorts that it's a puzzle game. And it has a unique art style and, and look to it. It has the old school Game Boy look, where it's like that green to- color tone to it, and uh, you can change it actually. So it, it has a couple of different options. You have like a blue. You can change it, but it's but it's all like based off of the Game Boy look. And uh, most like I don't even play it with the TV on because you have to use the touch screen to move the pieces over to the board. So um, I I would recommend this game's basically off-screen only. It will show what you're doing on the TV screen, but you won't use it. Um, So what you'll do is you'll grab the pieces. There are three triangles, and you move them onto a board. And once you move them onto a board, you have to move the next set of three triangles onto the board and try to make either a diamond shape or a square shape um if you make a diamond shape you obviously will get more points cuz that's four of the triangles um mixed together whereas the um square shape is just two of them put together cuz they're just right angle triangles the it's 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 a fun game it's really good in short bursts uh there there's four different times you can do you can do um 30 seconds a minute 2 minutes and i think uh the other one's what is it, a minute uh a minute and a half so you, you you can set it up so that you you choose which which one you want to do. That's like basically for free play. There's a challenge mode where you have um, they have different shapes to the to the levels, so it's not just a square. Like they'll it'll it'll have parts where you can't place your your items, and then um, or your your triangles, and then it has like other modes where they have uh you have a time limit if you don't create if you don't create a match within 10 seconds it clears out the bottom row then another 10 seconds it'll clear out the the, the next row and then there's a, like a super tough mode that does it every 5 seconds instead of every 10 seconds so those are really the the four different modes that came with the game um the main main complaint i have with the game is that for all indie games that have been coming out, they all basically have online leaderboards. Um, some of them do it better than others. I know I've played Frenchy Bird lately, um, and that had a really seamless integration into the uh, into posting your scores online. It literally, when you exited the game to go back to the main screen, your score was already already uploaded to the server, which is awesome. Um, I read. Uh, a review on our site earlier for dolphin up um jeff did the review for that and he said that was a real seamless integration with the online leaderboards as well so that's two indie games that have been released recently that have really good online leaderboard um, integration this game has none and in fact it does have local leaderboards but this is the kicker is that Every single time you turn the game off, go back to the home main screen of the Wii, and Wii U, and then go back into the game, your scores are gone. I think that's ridiculous, especially in a game where basically every mode is to see what you can get for a high score. But you,
1: but like, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but like, would it save it still, even if the fact if you even turn off the game and you went back to it later on, like save, like you and you and your wife were playing and then you turn it off and then you went back into it it still didn't save it at all it's only saves it while you're playing
0: yeah while it's up that's the only time that is okay. Mm. that's that's
1: very tough to deal with
0: yeah and, and 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 again it's not like there's it's not like you're unlocking any levels or anything like that so basically when you play the game you're just playing it one off sessions to see what your high score is so it it's not like say a puzzle game like pushmo where you'll have you know you you complete a level, you unlock the next one. You complete another level, you unlock the next one. It's not like that. It's just the four modes are all based off of getting high scores. So I don't understand how you have a game based off of getting high scores where it doesn't save the high scores.
1: That is... So, oh, my God. That's, yeah. That's, like, I <laughs> that's think that's a, the first playthrough i be like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I,
0: I, I, I really hope that that's just a bug that went through testing that they didn't get worked out. And they're they're gonna patch it because I don't th- I don't know to me that's a huge oversight like I, as a, like if I was a developer uh, my first thought would be like well we need to save these especially when it, you have such an easy saving system as you know uh, as games that I mean I have to save your game to download it so I mean it's it's not like it's it's hard to to make it to save on there
1: I guess it may mean, because of the fact that when they were testing it they didn't even really think like hmm should I just turn this off and turn it back on let's see if their scores is still there. Because, honestly, I'll probably want to think of that if I was, if I was testing it.
0: Yeah, well, that's true, because I guess if someone put it in front of me and said, here, test this, I'm not going to exit the game and go back into it. Exactly. So I guess yeah. that kind of makes sense, but...
2: <laughs> Just one of those really strange oversights that you would not expect them to miss.
0: Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I I, I just uh, like I maybe I maybe I need to shoot the guy a message over Meverse. I I mean, I, I'm going to be nice with in the review. I'm not going to like I'm going to point out the goods I like in the game, but I mean, to me that's such a big oversight that that kind of like that kind of cripples the game. So I, maybe I'll reach out to the developer on Meverse and see if I could uh if I could see what was, what's going on with that and if that's just a bug that they're going to work out. Um I I know there 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 was they people are pretty good on the Meverse. I know um What's his name? Uh, RC Madiacs and uh, Lewis, I don't... I think it's like Luz, Luzin or something like that, who oh, made yeah. uh, the block drop across Twisted Fusion. Um, I know there's a bug in that game, and I posted to the Meverse, and then I already seen that they had answered it, that they're working on a patch already, so... that I mean, they got back to me pretty quick, but... That's awesome. Yeah. And the other game I've been playing, and um, I was... We were talking with Ryan earlier, and he's been playing it as well, is, uh Captain Toad for the Wii U. And... I th- there's just not enough good I could say about that game. It is so fun. Um, oh, y- I'll let you go ahead and talk a little bit about it, Ryan.
2: Um, well, no, yeah, it's. I mean, it's that quintessential Nintendo title, you know, from the the polish to the graphics, gameplay, or you know, like that Nintendo core. It's it's easy to play and pick up, but it it's going to take you some time and some frustration to master it and get all the way through it.
0: Yeah, what I liked about it is you kind of have like the the two kinds of players that can play it. You, you have the people that can play that game that aren't very good at puzzle games, that kind of just want to play it to walk around. Maybe they'll get one or two of the gems in each level, and they'll just get to the star and complete the level. So, so you have like people that'll do that, and they can still experience the whole game. But then you'll you'll have your hardcore gamers that 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 love the Nintendo games that want to get every single thing in there and then you have the little extra challenges in each level that um maybe you have to find a gold mushroom, maybe you have to beat it by only hitting like the switches six times. Something something like that. So like it it, it gives you like that little extra replay value, that little extra difficulty level to try to, to go through it and and just unlock every single thing in there. And, and another thing I thought was really cool is if you have a save file for Super Mario uh, 3D World on there, it unlocks uh, what is it, like five or six levels from that game.
2: Oh yeah, yep.
0: And it, and it actually ties in. I I don't know if that I don't really I don't, I don't know if I want to say too much more about that because that's that might be a spoiler alert for some. Um, the way it ties into Mario 3D World. Ooh yeah. Yes. Have Have you beat it?
2: I yes I've. I I am very aware of, of what you speak of sir. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: and I, I definitely would uh yeah, definitely time to to spoiler type territory.
0: Yeah, so I I'm going to I'll just say go, if if you're a fan of Mario and you you plan on picking this up, definitely play through it, get through the end so you can kind of see it it, it it without saying too much, it leads into the events of Mario 3D World. And and that's all I'll say. So, so easy.
1: So pretty much you're kind of saying it's a prequel almost a little you could, bit.
0: You you could say that. Okay. <laughs> you you could say that, but I'm not going to say any more of what happens and, and and what where it goes from there. But I, I one of the cool things is is the game kind of it it goes back and forth. Um so you start off with Captain Toad, you go through Captain Toad's levels. Then you have to then you um Captain Toad gets taken by the Buzzard guy. Um and then you go through as Toadette to save Captain Toad, and then and then you basically take turns. After that, you play as Captain Toad, then as Toadette, and like there's a bigger third chapter in the game that where you're you're kind of switching off between the two. So so it actually does have. I mean, it there's it has a storyline without actually having any words. It's kind of amazing. Huh?
2: Like yeah, and the amount of content too. What was that? That's the amount of content in that game. For, yeah. especially for, for the price. I guess, like, that budget Nintendo price is is phenomenal as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it launched at $40. Um, Kirby's coming out in, in a couple, in like a week and a half at, at that $40 price tag as well. And, I mean, it it's, I probably, it would have been a harder sell for me to get at 60 would I have picked it up still? Most likely, because I really enjoyed the Captain Toad levels in Mario 3D World. Um, but, it's you know I feel like Nintendo has done a great job at pricing out their games to basically at what they at what they should be valued at because I mean even Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze that game came out at fifty and that I mean I would have easily paid sixty dollars for that and not even questioned it but they they look at it as a, you know maybe the two maybe people don't want to pay sixty dollars for a two D title so. I, I don't know, they released it at 50. I don't know if that helps or hurts them, but hey, I'll, I'll, I'm going to buy them anyway, so I'm kind of happy. It kind of saves my wallet.
2: Agreed. And, and then there's the amiibo support coming for, for Captain Toad, too.
0: Now, they did announce like that, and they did kind of show it off, but is it I mean, is it going to be similar to the Luigi's, or is it actually going to do something?
2: So, um. I don't know. From the way that 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 direct looked, is it might actually do a little bit more than just hunting around for him. At least we can hope so. But okay, they were they were kind of coy at it, which makes me believe that there's a little bit more to it than that.
0: Okay, that that's kind of exciting then. I'm uh, I am i i at first it, I kind of looked at it and it was like the eight bit looking toad, and I'm like, oh, is it just going to be kind of like they're going to place them around and act like it's like the the year Luigi things that they throw all over the place. And I was like, you know, that's it It could be cool if it's kind of like a game of hide-and-seek, I guess. Um, I, I don't know. Are they going to kind of time you? Is that going to be the – or just even finding it maybe, if that's enough?
2: I don't know. I think finding it is probably what it is. I think you're really close to the mark on the hide-and-seek, though, because when they showed it on the direct, it had – like when the, the player found it, it had like sparkles around it. Okay. So there's obviously something to it other than the Luigi where he's just kind of like – they're chilling in the background and it's fun to find.
0: Mm -hmm. I
2: think there's, yeah, it's actually keeping track of the ones that you find.
0: Well, that's kind of cool then, because that'll give you a reason to go back through like the 70 levels again, if they have like one, uh, toad in each level. And that's, that's pretty good value for just, uh, you know, the, whatever, the $13 amiibo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty exciting, but, um, the The only complaint, like I, I guess, I I guess I have to like mention one negative about it, and I, I, I know, like I've seen other the other, you know, publications mention a similar thing, and I, I don't know if it's really game breaking. It, it's more of an annoyance is the way the levels are set up. It, it's it's kind of hard to get around in the books. Do you agree so, with that?
2: Um, for me, it didn't really bother me. I think it's probably because I I swiped my finger across the gamepad. Gotcha. Just, yeah, I was like, the, oh, hey, this works, and I just got used to it. I guess it didn't bother me. I didn't really think about it.
0: You know, it never really bothered me because I don't, I'm don't. i the kind of person where I'm going to beat the level before I move on, like 100%. So I would replay the same level until I got everything in that level and then move on to the next one. So, like, that's why it never really bothered me. But I, I guess I could see... I can see the frustration from people. Like, if you if you just like, oh, I'm gonna play these this level, and you know, you go through a whole chapter, and then if you want to look at what levels, for instance, that you you didn't get everything on, the only way is to go from page to page. So you, there's yeah. nothing, there's no like big map that says, hey, you didn't get all the gems on this level, or you know, you know, like even um even Mario 3D World if you press, I want to say the minus button or the start or the plus button, it brings up like a, like kind of like a grid that shows where you got, um, what what do you collect in that game? Is it like stars? Yeah. Yeah. So, so is, I mean, it, it, it brings up a, it brings up a map of, you know, which ones you've collected these stars in and, and which ones you've hit the goalposts or who you've hit the, with the goalposts with. So, um, you know like that even has like kind of kind of that option where you can kind of like get an overview of what you missed so but i mean other than that really to me the game has no other negative i could definitely see them um making a sequel or a, another version of it for the 3ds it, it feels like it would be really home on the 3ds
2: cool. oh yeah i would i would agree once i was started playing it yeah thinking of and thinking what they could do with it on the 3ds kind of like they did with uh Three d land where it was required at times to have the three d on to really see what you were doing and where to go that would just mm-hmm. i think that would work really really well in the i guess that treasure tracker universe
0: yeah and you know the the being the way it is the only the only negative i guess with the three d s is like you you do spin the levels around a lot and I don't know if that would give you a headache in three d or not
1: I'm pretty sure that will give you a headache.
0: <laughs> like that's like I think they would they would have to make the levels a little bit more simplistic maybe, um, I I, I don't know they 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 would because if you've played 3D Land on the 3DS compared to 3D World, it's kind of they're similar but they're different if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that makes sense a
0: little bit. They, like 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 3D Land is kind of 3D World light. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Like the levels aren't as big, and um, it, it it just feels more compact, which I think they could do with Captain Toad. And I think I, I agree with Ryan in saying that the three D effects they could really make some good use, especially with the like the isometric view they kind of give you.
1: Okay.
0: So um. I could jump into that when
1: I want to pick up my
0: Wii U. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what what other games have you been playing, Ryan?
2: Um, well, uh, just finished up, uh, while still playing, uh, Lone Survivor, which I wrote a review for over on Nintendo Fever. Really like it. It's definitely, um, has those old school sensibilities. It's, it's definitely a Resident Evil, Silent Hill, but the, that 2D, like, you know, end of the 16 bit beginning of like the PlayStation era, as far as graphics and stuff go, it's, it's rough on you. It is not an easy game <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. It, it just kind of throws you into the to the mix of the, the story. Um, you know and it's, it's also kind of hard to talk about because pretty much everything ties into what's going on in the game. Um, but as far as inventory management and just picking picking things up also kind of harkens back to the old, uh King's Quest adventure games like Grim Fandango where you might find you know something laying on the ground, you pick it up, you have no idea what you need it for, and then later on you run into something and you're like, hmm, I'll try this and you try it and it works the way you wanted it to, or you may have used it somewhere else and it you just made the game you know ten times harder for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I did um I did play it and I reviewed it as well and I, I what I did remember huh. from it, um, it's been a while. I, it I when did it come out? Like October. But um, yeah, I remember the the inventory management system was kind of weird. Yeah, it
2: was yeah. really weird for me.
0: <sighs> and um,
2: actually, well, I you mean, it's it. there's a lot of that <laughs> micromanaging going in there.
0: Yeah, oh, like I, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> what was that?
1: All three of us reviewed it.
0: Oh, you reviewed that game as well? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. what did you review it for?
1: Uh, PS4. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I reviewed it on Wii U uh, for Game Gravy, so that's, that's pretty hilarious. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I thought it was weird that, like, you pick up a can opener, then you pick up a can of tuna fish or whatever, and then you have to use the can of the, the, the uh, can opener to open the can of tuna fish. It's just like, I, I don't know, if if I was starving and I needed to eat something, I'd, I'd get that can open without a can opener. Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> obviously chose that stuff. Well, i thing with, like, cooking things, or not cooking them, you know, yeah, or...
0: Yeah. Well, I could see how that picking would make an up the, effect.
2: You know, the... And it, well, and it's funny though, too, because it looked like some of the things could be used in more than one place, like the, the propane tank. Yeah. Um, there was a room that had it, there was another stove that you use it on, I, I used it in my house to cook food with, mm-hmm. you know, or um, I guess that large ham leg, you could cook and eat, or you could place it on a meat hook somewhere, which definitely made the job a lot easier.
0: Yeah, I, I I really like. I thought they did a really good job of um, conveying survival horror elements into a sixteen bit esque game. Like th- that was the one thing. Like I, I was when I first seen it, I was like, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to pull off the whole survival horror thing in with like a two D sixteen bit sort of game. But they actually did a really good job.
2: Oh, I agree, and I think well, and like like I said, I think the main reason for that was was the audio. You know, I think the audio was the the glue that kinda of pulled that together, especially if you're if you're playing it in the dark and you have headphones or a home theater system on, that I think really brought that atmosphere and helped it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree.
1: That play when I Beats headphones, I was like, Oh my god, this is intense.
0: Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know there's another you know another game had really intense sound that I couldn't even play? It was that game, um what was the the free game they gave away on PlayStation Four, like when it first came out? Uh Outlast. Yes, Outlast. <laughs> yeah, that game had some. That game had some creepy sound, and man, I was like, I, I got like, I was I was at home alone uh, one night with the lights off, playing it real loud, and I was just I started playing it, and I got maybe thirty minutes into it, and like I, I was just man, this game's too freaky. I'm shutting it off. <laughs> I can't handle this.
1: Did you play? Did you even play PT?
0: Yeah, you know PT kind of like I don't I I didn't really care for PT. I thought PT was kind of annoying.
1: It's all about the puzzles, man. You gotta figure out what. Oh uh,
0: man, yeah. Give me a puzzle in a different room. <laughs> How many times can I like sit there and go into like the same room over and again, then just figure out puzzles that have nothing to do with anything that's going on in the room? Hey,
1: it's just a demo,
0: okay? It's... Yeah, they they could have kept their demo. demo. That like teams... <laughs> that that made me not want to play the full version of the game.
2: Wow. <laughs> Interesting. There's, there's something else that makes me not want to play the full version of that game, but we'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
0: but, okay, so what, what have you been playing this week, Chris?
1: Well, of course, like the past couple of weeks, I've been playing Dying Light. I've just in, went into the new, and actually it's escaped from the slums. I'm now in what they call Old Town which is, to me, is where they should have started the game off, but I understand why they didn't. Because it's pretty much all but tall buildings and running across tall buildings seem more likely to do since you're parkouring on that. But I can see why they didn't put you there first, because the fact that zombies that are there are very... There's a very populated amount of zombies there, more than they're actually in the slums. And be crazy when it comes at night. And then uh, I've actually gotten the grappling hooks, so that makes climbing a lot easier when you're trying to get away from
2: hordes of zombies. Yeah, have, have Dying Light's awesome. I have, actually. I'm a, I'm a little bit into um, Old Town. And the one thing that I, I love about Dying Light is it's one of the first games, cooperatively, that can still... I guess almost scare you or make your party tense with even three to four people, especially when yes. that sun drops and it's nighttime. Oh
1: yeah. It, it, like even with me having a grappling hook, I was like even scared to even go out at night. I was like, Nope, Nope, I'm not doing this. Or just sit in the <laughs> corner and just wait for a little bit and then have someone walk by me. I'm like, okay, maybe I will walk now, but then I'll see like run a little bit. Then I'll try see someone who spots me. I'm like, Oh crap. No. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, no, that that game is intense. They did such a good job um with it. There's and there's so much fun easter eggs. Those de- guys are definitely fans of of games. Yeah. From definitely. yeah. And I think they do an open world right where it's fun to just kind of explore too and find weird little hidden things. Yeah. Like the so sword in the stone, you know, you're not really going to know anything about that unless you're kind of out and about, right. just exploring the the environment that they give you to play in.
1: Right, exactly. I like I just encountered yesterday while playing my first quarantine zone. I've been playing Ooh. for a, not, for 12 hours. I've not spotted a quarantine zone at all until one of my friends showed me. Like, wait, what is this? So we went in and got all the loot and whatnot, and then we found another one. They found another one. Then he found another one. And he's like, "Oh my god, there's a lot here. Why didn't
2: I notice this before?" Yep. I mean, the the content just keeps on coming, and uh, like, oh. yeah, it's it's kind of I don't, I don't have enough good things to, to. I mean, there's just so much good about that that they just could have absolutely killed, and I think. That the choice to go just next next gen, I guess you could say, or like now this gen was yeah. the right move, dropping like 360 and PS3.
1: That, that was a great move on their part.
2: Now I'm just interested to see what are the,
1: exactly is going to happen with Dead Island 2, since it comes out like within a couple of months.
2: Oh, that's true. I mean, it's it is being developed by Jaeger, which is what everybody's you know hoping that the story will be good, yeah. but. I mean, it's Dead Island. I don't necessarily know if you can have really a good story in a game like Dead Island. It's (laughs) not meant to. I mean, you're you're meant to just kind of run around and beat the heads in of zombies and enjoy it while you kind of do it.
1: And now a lot of people were like, I've gotten a lot of like somewhat flack about me playing it so much. Not particularly missing any names, Anthony, because he thinks that (laughs) Dead Island and Dying Light are pretty much the same game.
0: They're not,
1: not really. I mean, <laughs> Dead, Island, Dead Island has his own story. It doesn't really have that much a story wise, but like when it comes to the cutscenes at Dying Light, I feel more involved with that character because that the voice actor who plays you playing as does a really good job of getting you engaged with him.
2: As you should, because we're all very, very intimately associated with that gentleman.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: It's it's Chris Redfield. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> now now the one thing you you did say that like kinda kinda makes me want to play this game is you, I, I heard you say something about co op.
1: A four player co op, bro. Yes, sir.
0: Okay, well this is uh this is starting to sound a little bit better.
1: <laughs> hey. so
0: what's up with these quarantine zones that you were talking about, Chris?
1: Well, you get into a quarantine zone and then you'll get um uh, what they call uh on site relief packages, and whatnot, you can turn them in to so the quartermaster, which is in the game. You can get loot and experience for doing that. But while you're going through these quarantine zones, there'll be like packs and mobs of zombies that you have to fight through in order for you to get them. And okay. each one is different in its own way, shape, or form because it's in a different location, but they're mainly the same exact thing.
0: Sounds good. Um, maybe I'll. Uh... It, maybe if it price drops at some point, I'll pick it up. I just can't spend sixty on that game. No, no, no! With all these amiibo, I have to be getting uh, <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
2: Nintendo guys. Hey we have, man, we are the best and the worst fans the the video game industry has to offer.
0: Yep, but hey, you need to get more into Nintendo, Chris. So good. Come join the dark side.
1: Uh, well, I will plan on joining the dark side here in a couple of weeks, hopefully before I go to PAX East, But right, we'll see.
0: What did you review this week? Oh, that's right. You you reviewed Splice, but you already uh, you already talked about that last week. I've already talked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. No one wants to hear about that anymore. Um. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go ahead and uh, we'll we'll get into the news. So um, some of the big news that came out earlier in the week, which would be uh yesterday and today, was well today came out that Bethesda is having a conference at E3, which is supposedly their first ever, allegedly.
1: Oh man, this is gonna be great.
0: Okay, you know what's okay. funny? You know what's funny? I'm gonna kind of give you this this answer to this, and it's it's kind of going to answer one of my questions from later on, one of the listener mail questions that we have from later on. And, okay. you know, I, I could really care less what they're going to have to announce. What are going <laughs> to announce, like, Elder Scrolls 6? Like, like do I really... Like, I, I don't know. You, you could call me crazy, but Elder Scrolls has the worst combat system ever.
1: That's true. I believe it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, now, the thing is, is like... It, the rest of the game, sure. The scenery is lovely. Um, the, the, everything you can do in the game is lovely. But when it comes down to it, I, I play a game for gameplay, and it's just it. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't hit home. It's not Zelda. I don't want it to be Zelda, but it's still not Zelda. It's not even Xenoblade Chronicles. If it was Xenoblade Chronicles, I like could at least get more into it.
1: <laughs> well, ah. Uh... Okay, so we get it. You don't you don't care about it. Okay, so what do you think they will unveil then? What well, do you think? I, d- oh. I
0: do kind of like Fallout. So if if they announce Fallout Four, that might get get me excited. But if it's another Elder Scrolls game, I, I could care less. Okay,
1: now I'm thinking a lot of people are saying Fallout Four. Everybody wants Fallout Four. Fallout Four. Fallout Four. I'm thinking they're going to do Elder Scrolls. That's...
0: Well but you gotta remember, Chris, they're doing Elder Scrolls online, um, basically for free coming up at some point, and it's in June, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's in June. Same day So,
0: so why would <laughs> they why were they gonna why are they gonna drop that and then have a press conference to announce another Elder Scrolls game?
1: Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I just wanna I just wanna be one of the people to don't know, throw everyone off like, Oh, you think this is happening? Boom! This is happening. Everyone's like, "It's uh. gonna be
0: Fallout Online." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right.
1: laughs> I, yeah
0: I, 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 I think they've, um, I think they've realized that the only people that can charge a monthly fee for online is World of Warcraft, I think everyone's realized that at this point.
2: Um, I don't know, man. Final Fantasy XIV, the guys at Square Enix with the the Realm Reborn. Like, that
0: will be free to play at some point. Mark my words.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I think I think they're they're too stubborn. Those Japanese people, yeah, too stubborn when it comes to that stuff.
0: No, I'm telling you that that game at some point will be free to play because I, I just I if you look at a game like I want to say it was old, the the old republic i i- for, I want to say that they that the guys from there it was either that game or Lord of the Rings it might have been Lord of the Rings, but they said that the whole time they had it they were they, it wasn't profitable as soon as they went to the free to play model they they were they were making double the profits of what they were making when they had subscriptions I
1: think so that was the <laughs> Rings one.
0: And it was either the Old Republic or it was Lord of the Rings, and I I, I want to say it was Lord of the Rings actually, but I, I think free to play. Like the thing is, is if you have the gameplay to get me hooked, I will buy expansions. Like if you make your your base game free to play, I'll I'll pay for the the expansions as long as they're they're one off payments. I I just don't like paying monthly to play a game. That's my problem.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can I can see that and understand that. But I mean, you gotta understand that a lot of these people like spend like hours upon hours in, in one video game. You, I mean, look at all the people who play Skyrim; they're probably still playing it right now, and it came out like how long ago? So yeah, but know,
0: they're only still playing it because they don't have to pay any more for it.
1: That, yeah, I mean, I can see that. But like, if they love it that much to play it years afterwards, I'm pretty sure they would still play the content, if, even if it's like subscription-based, or even the fact that came with... One I don't know, man.
0: I, I love Super Metroid, but I ain't going to pay $15 a month to keep playing it.
1: Oh, come <laughs> on. I know you would.
0: No, I'd I, I buy it one more time for $7 or whatever it would be on the eShop, and I'll just play it all day long for one-time fee. That's,
2: that's funny. I think everybody's blowing the Bethesda thing out of proportion. I think it's going to be... The big game that they're going to show is Doom 4, which... That's fine with me, because if they do with Doom what they did with Wolfenstein, I would be an extremely happy camper.
0: But I, I agree bet, with you on that.
2: I think they're going to tease Fallout and probably maybe like a logo or something for, for Elder Scrolls.
0: So what else did they get from um, id Software? Did they, ha- they didn't get Duke Nukem. Well, that, I don't think that... Never mind, that was 3D Realms. What, what else yeah. did id Software have? Quake. Oh well, maybe they'll show a Quake off.
2: Probably not because of Doom. I think I don't think that they would, because those were like their two rotating franchises.
0: But maybe so. they maybe they'll go with Doom being a single player, and then maybe oh. they'll go with like a Quake Arena kind of thing.
2: Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. I'd be okay with that.
0: Yeah, because cause like I, I think like Wolfenstein works so well because I I think they just said hey we're not going to do multiplayer, and I think that's why Wolfenstein turned out so well.
2: Yeah. Oh. That was probably, that was definitely my favorite launch of the launch title oh. for the, the, the Xbox One and, and PS4. I,
0: I agree with you, and I don't even really like first-person shooters. So, that and I think the game's that good, so that that's that's a testament within itself.
1: Huh. I didn't even really play
2: Wolfenstein.
0: Either. Oh, man, you need to go back and play Wolfenstein. That's a good yeah. game,
2: Chris. No, man, that's... Yeah.
0: Especially for someone that like you like games that are cinematic and show good stories. Yeah. You'll love that game, man. Huh. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's one you definitely need to jump on. So, um, let's stick with the Playstation four and the Xbox One kind of stuff. And we'll talk about the Dying Light D L C that's coming out. it's is it today?
1: Yes, they're released today. Some of it yeah, they're released today. There's um they have a couple of DLC packs that came out, that are coming out soon. But they they released a release dates on the first one, starting today. It's for season pass holders who pay twenty bucks to get it. They get uh, let's see,
0: here. something a casino or something like that.
1: They did a, did a cu- cuisine and cargo pack, and it includes uh, two new hardcore missions that will allow players to search buildings that were sealed off during the beginning of the outbreak.
0: Okay. So that that that'll be a little bit. um, Do you know what it is? If how much it costs if you don't have the pass? Is it like seven or eight bucks?
1: I'm pretty sure it's like seven or eight bucks.
0: Okay. But there's
1: there's really no reason why not just shove out twenty bucks and just get everything for free.
0: Well, that's what they want you to say. Well. (laughs) 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 That's what every company wants you to say when they announce a season pass. Well, you know, come on, might as well dole out the twenty dollars. I'll be honest, I've only bought. Um, maybe two season passes in my life, and well, do you Arnold consider
2: Warriors and Mario Kart?
0: Um, okay, a, a three. Um, <laughs> I I forgot Mario Kart, but no. Um, I I did like. Would you consider the Destiny a, a season yes. pass? Yes. I would okay, oh, okay. So I I did get the Destiny season pass.
2: No, it wasn't a season <laughs> pass. That was an expansion pass.
0: Okay, okay. Well, yeah. Then I only got. Then I've only bought two season passes. <laughs>
2: But we read to go back re-read the definition of expansion though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, expansion isn't unlocking a new area in a pre existing a-, a game. Oh man. Destiny.
2: <laughs> or 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 walking backwards in the areas that you've already run missions through.
0: Yeah, we. I mean, I, I'm not going to get into Destiny because that, <laughs> that could be that could be a whole podcast within itself. Yeah, we could uh, have like a
2: rant rant
1: podcast about that.
0: And, and don't you know what? The, I I hate to say that because I actually really enjoyed the game when it first came out. So I hate to like be like, oh, we're going to rant about it. But at the same time, you know, it's they must it, up.
2: That, the, bottom it
0: line. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the grind is real. That's the problem. <laughs> Yep, it's too real. It, and and you know the they don't reward you enough for that that real grind. That's that's um, really the, that's that's really the issue. But so yeah, they um the expansion pack for um Dying Light's out today, and um so what's I you know I didn't see this news, Chris, but I seen you posted something about it in the um, on the notes. What, what's up with Rock Band coming to next gen consoles?
1: So Harmonix last week eh, gave out gave out a survey and asking random like gamers and whatnot seeing if they like if they will want a next gen rock band. And for me personally, I would be like, yes, I'm I'm ready for it. We, I mean, a lot of people may say like, no, it's gonna be like Guitar Hero all over it again. It'll be around for like a little bit and won't we'll come around. Every year, and then after that, it'll be gone. But I kid you not, I still play Rock Band three right
0: now. So. You know what's weird about that? Like I'm like Mister Musician, and I don't even touch my Rock Bands anymore. Whoa. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is. I you know, I, for a while, I used to just basically use it as a karaoke. Like that's fun, man. Getting drunk and singing Rock Band. Yeah. But um, <laughs> th- there's there's about nothing that gets any more fun than that. But you know, it, it's. Uh, what can they possibly do that would make me want to buy a Rock Band again? Well,
1: for me, it didn't, they didn't really have to do much. Just bring out a new song list and make it PS4 compatible, and boom, done.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, if they were indecisive about that, I really don't know, man. I, I just, I, I probably wouldn't buy it again. I'm not gonna lie to you. Huh? Well, yeah. It's yeah. Just, they 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 milked it too much man they killed it they killed it like they killed tony hawk
1: well there is going to be a new tony hawk game
0: oh jeez
1: <laughs> i mean you are knew that
0: you know like you know it's funny i i was i was having a conversation earlier with one of my buddies and um we we were talking about how like how how activision has, has like basically but with their yearly franchise like killed off like some of the games um, you know, like, uh, was was Activision Rock Band or was that EA? Uh, oh, no, Activision yeah. was Guitar Hero. Yeah. Okay, so th- yeah, they killed off a Guitar Hero. They killed off Tony Hawk. They like, I, I mean, I guess the last Call of Duty was good. I didn't play it because Ghosts left such a sour taste in my mouth. But I, I'm like, I'm like, hopefully Ubisoft has learned this year with Assassin's Creed to stop releasing games every year. <laughs> yeah, I, nah,
2: that's not gonna nope. happen. Nope. No, they're going I it. promise you they haven't. Nope.
0: Jeez, <laughs> oh, man. I, I, you know, the thing is, is, it is, is as a Nintendo fan, you know, the the thing is, is like it's kind of nice that we don't get Zelda games every year. Because then when we get them, it, you kind of you kind of look forward to them. It, like, it's like, man, I haven't played a a three D Zelda game in in three years, four years. So. But it
1: happens to be the same exact game I played in three or four years on to the new console. What are no. you make
0: reference to, man? <laughs> are, you, are you talking about Wind Waker?
1: When, I mean, we can say Wind Waker. Okay, maybe not three four years. I apologize. Maybe a little bit longer than that, but then they remake it and put it onto a new console.
0: Oh, uh, coming from the guy whose favorite game is uh, The Last of Us. Anyways... <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and, it's, it's that, but, but, and it's funny though but wait and it's funny'cause you talk about like Ubisoft and their yearly franchises, which makes me sad because Ubisoft used to be one of my favorite third parties because of all the weird stuff that they did, and now yeah. they' they've just kind of you know hearkened to e a and Activision with the yearly releases, and it's funny that nobody picks up on games like like g t a, which has shipped what forty million units or something like that. Yeah. those don't come out every year yeah they spend 300 million dollars on the game but 5 years the anticipation builds up so much that they easily sell 20 30 million copies of the of the game
0: yeah and, and i really i really agree with you when it comes to that too and the best part about ubisoft at this point is their little smaller teams like valiant hearts was awesome um which we call it a uh, child the of Flight. light an, another awesome game like I, I honestly at this point it's just like I, I just wait to see what their smaller teams do.
1: True. Like it, like is, who's making the division?
0: Oh, the division looks awesome though. I'll, I'll uh, that that don't don't let me don't fool you. I will buy the division, but uh, hopefully it's not Watch Dogs <laughs>
2: Uh The division is made by Massive. I don't know, uh, man. They've they've left such a sour taste in my mouth with. Like, I remember seeing Watch Dogs Unveiled and how they're like, oh, yeah, this is this is current-gen tech. And, yeah, no, they just, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe any they any show anymore. And everything is so the same. I mean, the crew even had radio towers you had to unlock, to unlock different parts of the map. Oh, wow. The crew was <laughs> terrible,
1: in, in my opinion.
0: Well, you know what's weird, too, is, like, Is the good Ubisoft franchises, I haven't even, like, seen new ones lately. Like, where's Splinter Cell at? Where's, um, Ghost Recon at? Where's, well, Rainbow Six looked cool. The, the, The trailer they showed for that.
1: Yeah, that looked cool.
0: But... I, you know, I'm still. I still think the division is the uh, is the game I'm really waiting for from Ubisoft. And and you know what, I, I completely agree with you with Watch Dogs. Like I I feel like that was like kind of like the first Destiny. Like we we had like Watch Dogs which let us down. Then we had Destiny later on in the year that let us down. I I just feel like um most of the games that we've got from you know Sony and Microsoft's next gen systems have just all been letdowns.
1: I, and I think that's why. Dying Light did so well, because the fact it was a complete game and it didn't, like, there's barely any bugs in it whatsoever and it actually was complete and everyone had fun with it, compared to like what we had this past holiday with everyone every other game being like oh, this game has bugs, this game is unplayable, this game well, has trouble connecting online this one is like something bizarre happens with it and you're like, okay, well what's the game next? I'm looking forward to next week
0: Well, you know what I had this holiday, man? I had uh, Bayonetta 2, I had Hyrule Warriors, I had Super Smash Brothers, and I had Captain (laughs) Toad. All Uh, of great games.
1: Nintendo-based. Let's see.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, you were just talking about games that came out this holiday, so I thought I'd throw out some of these amazing games that had no (laughs) bugs in them.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying games that aren't Nintendo-based, because not everyone in the world owns
2: a Nintendo Wii U.
0: They should. (laughs) But you know, I, well, I I I can't account for taste.
2: You know, well Bayonetta, I guess, would not necessarily be a Nintendo game. That is definitely a Sega Platinum game with Nintendo polish.
0: Yeah, and you know what's funny about that is I played through the first one again when I first got the um when I got the bundle, and then I was playing through the second one, and right away, you you can tell the difference with the with Nintendo's touch to it. It's amazing, cause the first game's like real dark and drab, and it it has like a lot of dark textures and stuff. But the the second game, it's just like it, it's like so bright, and it's like it, it it's so like beaming with color, and it's it's great. Yep. Just even from the intro scene, the where you're fighting up, uh, running up that building, that well, and then flying. That that's such a cool scene.
2: Yeah. So done so well.
0: <laughs> how far did you how far did you get in that game?
2: Me? Bayonetta? Uh the second one. Um oh the the second one I I finished in one sitting. I woke up at five o'clock in the morning and I ended up uh beating it at a little after midnight.
0: Wow, that's hardcore. I'm not worthy.
2: I couldn't stop. It was just so good. I mean it it just kept pulling me back. You know, I stopped to eat lunch and drink and, you know, do, do the normal stuff, but yeah, it just, like, I did not stop, I could not stop that game, it was, yeah, no, so good.
0: I haven't gotten all the way through it, but either chapter four or five, there's this really awesome fight scene where you're fighting, um, I forget who you're fighting, but, like, basically, you have, like, your big monstrosity beast behind you, and they have like their huge like golem thing behind them, and like you're fighting them at the same time that the that the huge like creatures are fighting. It just looks so awesome. It's such a cool scene.
2: Well, and and depending on who's winning that fight depends on who's winning the fight in the background too.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's so cool. Like such a cool scene.
2: But... And I think that's one of the things with Bayonetta that really hooked me though too was as crazy as like that opening sequence was fighting. The big giant, you know, dragon on the the skyscraper to the fight you were just talking about in chapter four. It only gets more grandiose and bigger and crazier as the game goes.
0: Yeah, it's 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 such a I don't know, it's it's such a treat to like have a game that keeps surprising you each chapter. It it never lets down. It it's great. Yep. But um so let's let's move back on to the game news and talk about game chat on Xbox.
1: Yes, Game Chat on Xbox. It got announced, I believe, either earlier today or yesterday. It was It's a pretty much, imagine kind of like a podcast just with video, and it's starring Will Arnett and his friends while they're playing games. So I don't know how to feel about that.
2: It's going to be awesome, dude. It's a celebrity playing video games, man.
1: I mean, might as well call it like Jesse Pinkman or something.
3: <laughs>
0: for Breaking Bad yeah <laughs> there you go but um yeah I, so is it a TV show or is it a game
1: it, no it's a TV show it, okay. it's literally a TV show and this is what you're paying your yearly subscription for is to have TV shows on your Xbox console
0: well I mean okay. you can get TV shows on your Playstation console uh, isn't that power show on there
1: yeah, but that's more like actually production based instead of like, oh yeah, yeah, it's just four guys, you know, standing around sitting on a couch playing video games, you know, playing Xbox games, you know. So, of-
2: oh, so, it, so it's basically like a a celebrity Let's Play.
1: Yeah, a celebrity podcast. Yeah, exactly, like a Let's Play. Huh? So
0: it's kind of like it's so it's kind of like Talking Dead meets like a Let's Play video.
1: But there's no, like, yeah, exactly, Talking Dead. I'll, I'll go with that. Talking Dead and a Let's Play video around on a couch, I'm assuming, while they're playing video games.
3: Hmm.
0: Well, you know what? I'm not going to knock it till till I see it. But the only problem I have with the celebrities is, like, Jimmy Fallon's pretty good because he actually seems like a gamer. But how many of these people are actually, like, knowledgeable in the game industry?
1: Probably not much. And I don't know why you would cast Roll net.
0: I'm not. I'm not saying that celebrities aren't, but you know they, there's other people that definitely have more knowledge in the game industry that I'd rather see on that couch. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they might not be as entertaining, but I don't know. Maybe they can get a. Uh, maybe they can get your boy uh, PewDiePie on there, Chris. Who's that? <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> uh, that's funny that you asked who's that. That just makes me laugh. It's I don't know. He's a YouTuber. Ah, uh,
1: PewDiePie. But
0: yeah, he was one of the one of the people leading the the main complaint about Nintendo and their YouTube policies because oh. you know his, the four million dollars he makes a year off of ad revenue is just not enough. oh
1: no, it's not enough at all, man yeah.
0: <laughs> how How do you guys feel about that? I know we don't have that on the um podcast notes, but how how do you guys feel about Nintendo and their YouTube policy
2: uh <laughs> I'll let's go, uh, I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I think that
1: I, I don't know how I feel about that, honestly Because if, like, say for me A person who doesn't own a, a Wii U And I want to like, see gameplay Or something like that That's not authorized by Nintendo, of course And seeing people play the game I, w- I would like to actually see it Before I actually Go out my way and pay 300-some-odd dollars for this console And be like, oh, yeah, maybe I didn't really want this
0: well, they're not—they're not taking—they're not, taking, not taking the 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 content off. They're just—it's—it's it's revenue sharing, basically. They—they uh, they just want a piece of the pie that people are making money off of their products.
2: Well, yeah, and okay, they, with that, still post it. But if you a- if you monetize it, is when they want the money.
0: Yeah, you can post it for free. Me, me, and you can put up whatever we want as long as we're not making ads on it, we're making money uh, off the ads. Okay.
1: Well, if Nintendo wants to make money, Nintendo wants to make money.
2: Whatever.
0: Oh, hey, here's okay. I'll, I'll let you go, Ryan, and then I'll give you my opinions.
2: Yeah, like, and it, and it's funny. My opinion is more power to Nintendo. It's it's copyrighted product. You know, you can't um, record an NFL game and post it on YouTube, commenting, making you know my mystery science theater three thousand references and making money off of it. The NFL would shut you down real quick. Or, you know, any Disney movie or anything like that. It's I mean, it's it's within their right, and I understand where some people think it's, I don't know, old school, but, I mean, man, I think people are, you know, it's, it is. It's it's guys like PewDiePie and, and those guys that are making a crap ton of money that would have no interest or don't even stream anything that Nintendo are the ones who are complaining about it the most.
0: Yeah, I, and my biggest issue is, all the people that are opposed to it are YouTubers. And it's just like, you want to talk about bias. Like, <laughs> you're the ones that, that that it's basically going after. Like, I haven't heard any, like, medium person, person that's not in the YouTube people say, oh, yeah, this is a horrible policy. Like, it, it, it's only people that are already banking on YouTube videos that are complaining about the policies. And I'll tell you what, if Nintendo's successful with it, it don't be surprised to see Microsoft and Sony follow suit.
1: But how much money are they taking
0: out though? Is like seventy it, it's it's seventy percent if you're strictly a Nintendo channel. Or no. It it's you get seventy percent if you're strictly a Nintendo channel. You get sixty percent if you show other videos besides Nintendo.
2: Oh see that's funny, I thought it was eighty twenty.
0: No, it's 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 seventy thirty and uh. it's sixty forty.
1: Uh, well. uh I mean, uh it I guess it depends. I mean, if they're showing other content, what does it matter anyway? But if they're—I'm guessing if they're only shoveling out like uh, if they're only like putting up Nintendo videos, then I'll be like, mm.
0: you know what? You know what's you know what's funny? You know what? The one thing I think no one's thinking about in this whole, you know, this whole point of it is if Nintendo's sponsoring your channel, Nintendo's going to promote your channel because Nintendo wants to make money on that. That's free promotion for you.
1: That's true. You're,
0: people are going to come hit your videos. More than ever, because Nintendo's going to be like, hey, go check out so-and-so's YouTube channel and check out all the Nintendo videos on there. Well, you just probably gained a whole bunch of subscribers that you didn't have before. So the money you're sharing, yeah, you might have to be giving Nintendo 30% of that now, but they may have increased your viewership by 30% or more.
1: Yeah, and you would be getting more. Yeah, okay, then I can see the point of doing
0: because that. as a company, if I'm doing that program, you're you're you know it would it would be so stupid of me not to promote like those channels because at that point Nintendo's making money off those channels, so why wouldn't yeah. Nintendo promote those channels?
2: And it's really easy, especially I could see that, you know they I could see them throwing something up on the eShop.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Go. Yeah, I've it seen them. videos. Yeah, now I've seen them even on the eShop put up like other web other Nintendo websites like Nintendo Life's top picks or IGN's top picks. And and, and I've seen them promote promote those on the eShop. So why wouldn't they promote a, a YouTube channel? In fact, they have the YouTube app. So like you would just make, they can make something so that when you click on it it opens up your YouTube app and goes right to their channel. Why not? Right. It it's it, you know, it, it to me the I I think that once once the dust settles it won't be so much of an issue and no one's really going to make a big deal about it. I think since it's just in the beta of the program and they're, they're just trying stuff out. I, I, you know, people are always, they always want to go out and bash Nintendo first. They, they like, they never want to give Nintendo the benefit of the doubt. And they, they, they're always out to, you know, doom and gloom Nintendo. So I I don't know why, I I don't know why people get, you know, get kicks out of, out of hating a company so much. Yeah.
2: I think it's the internet age.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it could be.
2: I think it's just but, that instant knee jerk reaction of like, what? Because it's all headlines, you know, hundred forty characters. This is the information <laughs> that they this is the information that they get, and that's what they they roll with, rather than actually going to investigate what it's about.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, sticking sticking with Nintendo, we had. Um, we had an update for Smash last night. Um, basically, it's a, it, it was uh, on the 3ds, and it was basically an update with. Um, I mean, it added some new features besides the NFC, but the NFC is really preparing us for for this Friday's launch of the new 3ds with the uh, for the Amiibo support. Um, they did add a couple other new features in, which was kind of shocking in a way because I wasn't really expecting it to be in there. And that's um, there's a bunch of sharing options. Did Did you see any of those?
2: I I actually have not. I haven't downloaded the update yet. I yeah, I
0: have I, I haven't had a chance to um to download the update yet, but um I, I did read through the notes and so the share mode, um the users have the ability to post photos, replay data and me fighter uh, me fighter data to the official servers now and you can share it with people around the world. You'll be able to search, download the content. Um so and you could you could um even do it with people that are directly on your friends list, so you can share them right right over to them, uh, all that data. So that's that's pretty cool. You can share photos now um with uh Ooh. with your friends right off the friends list, and you could even post them for uh, people to search through, which I I found really cool.
2: So so then it sounds like it's something similar to like the the Xbox and PS4's like activity feed almost, but you choose what to put on rather than it just kind of saying. Yes. Hey, it's just like
3: this.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be similar to that. And then they also added the of course the uh, Amiibo functionality was the other um the big thing. And uh, there was rumors going around that you know that um that you would have to wipe out your Amiibo data and they were two separate that that's not true um it, it the data'll go back and forth between the two games. Yeah,
1: so, finally. Thank god.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so the data between the the um the two smash games will be fine on your amiibo so you can go back and forth between them. Which is very cool. So yeah, that's that that's a, that was in the update. I was a little surprised with that share mode though. I, that kind of came out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, no, I yeah, I saw a couple uh people posting on Twitter about that too. It was like, "Wait, what?"
3: yeah exactly you know, I was nobody
2: like I kind of knew it happened you know but but again they they tend to be kind of kind of sneaky and, and secretive that way, whereas you know I think they kind of do that too, so that you know people don't overload a service like that, and then people think it's broken
0: yeah i I could see that too and and then also you also have the um which you call it you also have the fact that um. You know, you got the the tournament mode coming up soon too. So there's there's other stuff they're working on, and and you know what? I kind of think maybe the share was uh I, I don't know. I, I'm guessing the share mode still works on the old 3ds's, but I don't know if you'll be able to like post to the Miiverse and stuff on the old 3ds, or if that's just like a new um, function. Because because I, I know they have the faster internet adapter and the faster processor stuff. So I'm I'm curious to see if that'll work on on our systems. On our older ones. Are you getting a new 3DS?
2: I am indeed. <laughs>
0: oh man, I'm so jealous.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be, I'll, I'll be at my GameStop at midnight picking up my, my new 3DS, my Majora's Mask, and my I'm even super crazy uh-huh. edition of Monster Hunter, nice. which by the way looks fantastic running on the new 3DS. Holy oh, yeah. moly!
0: Do you have an extra new 3DS that you have? <laughs> uh but yeah uh, yeah I can't.
2: better better textures <laughs> um, better textures run smoother yeah fully down it's like it's yeah. like the 64 expansion pack
0: hey, that, that's exactly what it's like to? that's exactly what I was saying i was like i hope like a lot of games kind of t- take advantage of that and do and just like kind of up the textures like that but um you know i am I'm, I'm trying to sell my old 3ds first but I, i'm not having any buyers on it yet but i got the uh i have the zelda edition so I'm, if anyone wants right. to buy it, hit me up on Twitter. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait! How much are we talking about here?
0: For the old 3DS? Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But um, I'm keeping the charger too.
3: Oh. Oh. <laughs> what the shit is that? Hey, man.
0: Hey. Give me what's,
3: the charger.
0: What's the language? But uh. Anyways, so uh, so right before we get to listener mail, um, I'm actually I actually got a guest that's going to come on, so let me uh, let me give him a call.
1: It's Like we're doing, the, whose line is it? Not whose line is it? Uh, how to be a millionaire?
0: Exactly. It's right. it's my, my lifeline. <laughs> but we'll we'll wait for him. He's probably not going to answer the phone. I don't know why, but. He can come in and uh, go through the listener mail with us. That'll be fun. Hello. And there he is. What's up, Michael? What's going on? We are live on the podcast.
4: (laughs) Hey, everyone. Hey, how's it
0: going? Pretty good. I got uh, Ryan here with us, also from uh, Nintendo Fever.
4: Oh, hey, what's up, Ryan? Nice to meet you on the podcast. (laughs) You're Welcome. So, uh, what topic are you guys on?
0: So we're we're gonna start talking. We're gonna take our listener mail.
4: Oh, nice, cool.
0: So the first question comes to us from uh, Mr. Matt, and um, the question is: Is he said he has a bunch of coinage from the Nintendo uh, Club Nintendo, and mm-hmm. he was wondering what we'd recommend out of the Club Nintendo rewards that's available right now.
4: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So I'll I'll start off, and I would say. If you're into physical stuff, I would definitely get the uh, Smash Brothers uh, poster set. That's pretty awesome. The uh, Majora's Mask bag is pretty cool. I don't know if that stuff's still available, but um, but if if you want to get downloadable games, I would start with uh, the full retail games. If you don't already own Wii Party U or Game and Wario, I I would start or Wonderful 101. That's that's available as well. I would start there um, for Wii U, and for 3DS I would. I mean, Kid Icarus or Super Mario 3D Land, uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, New Super Mario Brothers 2, sorry, and Star Fox, uh, 64 3D, that's a really good starting point for, for, um, for if you have some extra coins. If you're into more, like, the downloadable stuff, um, for the virtual console, there's good stuff available, um. Mario 64 is available, or Mario Kart 64 is available, Super Mario 64 is available, um, Paper Mario, those are all, all good options on the 64. Um, they, You guys have any good recommendations?
4: No, I would just say, like, um, they've
0: dialed a lot of things back
4: since they're cutting it off, but I'm always a fan of posters and, and physical items myself. Like, yeah, but but unless but you like playing the games, then you can get some. But, but, like, most, yeah, I, I would spend on... Most- I'd make I'd make Nintendo pay up, you know, and be like, "Hey, give us, give me some physical, cool stuff, you know. <laughs> I want to push something on my wall, you know, for <laughs> all that hard earned money I spent on all your games." So, oh. that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, if if you're into more into the physical stuff, then uh, I would say go that way first. Uh, you know, if, second choice, I would say, you know, uh, full retail games, and then, and then virtual consoles shop games Do you guys kind of agree with that
2: yeah completely i actually that's what i did was a couple of physical rewards and then i have some that i'm still trying to decide if i want to finish it off with physical or you know get some of the the virtual console stuff i haven't picked up yet
0: yeah my you know my big problem is is i basically own all the um retail releases, so that, that automatically yeah. just kind of, like, sets me back from there where I kind of have to choose from other stuff. I, the the couple games I was looking at, I was looking about getting the F-Zero game for the Game Boy Advance that's on the uh, Wii U virtual mm-hmm. console. Um, I, I was thinking about picking that one up, and uh, there was a couple other ones that, um, I was thinking about getting that Punch-Out game, the, uh... What, what was it? Oh yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I was thinking about picking that up, maybe. Um... And, uh, you know, there's a couple other, like, little games like that that I was thinking about picking up, but, unfortunately I have most of the games.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I I looked at a lot of them, too, I'm like, Um, the ones that I want, I have, at least. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. that's basically, that's basically what it came down to. So, um, let's go to the, let's go to the next question. So this one's a little bit more in-depth, so I'm going to, I'm going to read the question because it it's going to be a little bit tougher for for everyone to answer and um, we'll go around the we'll go around the room and kind of kind of just like spout off like the question. Okay, so th- uh, this comes from Holly over at Nintendo Fever and she was asking what unpopular opinions do you guys have relating to games and gaming? For example, uh, like if one of you guys hated Diphrina time when co- um, the common perception is that it's one of the better games of all time. So, so with that being said, who wants to go ahead and start this off?
2: I'll start. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, for me, uh, popular opinion is Hideo Kojima is a genius, and I would completely disagree and think he's a hack.
3: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Whoa.
3: Wow. <laughs>
1: Shots
2: were fired.
3: <laughs> I just... <laughs>
2: Man, as, as long as I've been in gaming, I, I mean, I, I used to like the guy. I thought he was, you know, good at what he did, but just the, I guess the level at which people think that... But that he's guy like an
4: artistic play. master person, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's, and he's not, like,
2: you know, his, I don't know, I think his, his, his games are rated the... I've played all the Metal Gears, they're, you know... They're good, but they're extremely long-winded, kind of bloated. He needs needs somebody to to reel him back. And I just think it's funny the way that um, a lot of the press and and some gamers in general just hang on everything that that guy does. And he trolls the living, (laughs) you know what, out of everybody in the video game industry. He's not clever. He just, he's a troll.
0: Would you like in comparable to like say something in the movie industry would you compare him to like George Lucas?
2: Ooh, actually probably pretty close that's to that. That's interesting. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I would,
0: I would agree with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's why like, I, when you guys were talking about the PT teaser, no interest because Kojima's part of it and it's just you know, I think he's kind of bought into his own hype. Yeah,
0: like, and,
2: and, and let me,
4: let me... Well, I was going to say, it's not that he doesn't have good ideas, and I think he did originally have good ideas, but I think somewhere down the road it got convoluted, and then nobody told him no or reeled him back, and then he just went crazy. Yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm a huge Metal, Metal Gear fan, though, so go ahead. Uh, I,
0: would, I would have to say, let, let me, let me, like, let me expand on my thought about him being George Lucas. So I would say that the original Metal Gear game for, for the old school systems and maybe Metal Gear Solid, Th- those you, I think we could all agree that those are pretty good games, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so so we're all in agreement. So, so if we look at George Lucas, now the the episodes four through six we all love and we would all consider good movies. Right. So so everything Lucas has made after that. The the prequels one through three all kind of long winded, kind of no one telling him no not to do this, kind of kind of his own vision and no one like really steps in there and says anything. So now that's what I was kind of comparing your Metal Gear to. If, does that make sense? That's I kind of wanted to. to...
2: Well, yeah, because he's you know he Metal Gear for right now Kojima's basically Konami's one trick pony. They don't have a whole lot. Else out there with you know Castle not doing as well as it did, and I mean, but I think they rest so much on him, and because so many people love him so much that yeah he's he's basically without having, you know, other creative input or editors kind of reeling it back or helping it, I think he's just gotten completely out of control.
0: Yeah, and and I feel that going back to Konami and the wrong moves they've made was I, I you know maybe not necessarily Castlevania going into the 3D realm. I'm kind of okay with that, but I think you kind of left your fan base. Like I think most Castlevania fans are probably still sitting on Nintendo. I mean, would you agree or disagree with that?
2: I don't know. Like the, the 3D cast, the first 3D Castlevania, um, which I I wish I could remember the name of it. No, the, so sorry, that, that one I enjoyed. Uh, That's you know, not, <laughs> not, not, not a popular opinion. The one that was on the the three hundred and sixty and PS three. Um, uh, I know I, what you're talking about. I mean, it felt like a Castlevania game. Lord of Shadows. Yes, I just don't think Castlevania necessarily, um, you know, hits home with a lot of the, the gamers today like it like it did.
0: But that's that's kind of like it, what I was saying, where it, where I I still feel like gamers that would appreciate it are still playing Nintendo consoles. Um, it, look at a game like Shovel Knight. Do you think Shovel Knight would have sold as well on PlayStation? I, I don't think it would have. Nah,
1: no, no, no. It, no. It,
4: maybe
0: maybe after it got the following, but I still think it's going to be a free PSN game eventually down the road.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I. No, I, I don't think it it would have come out of the gate as strong as it did if it wasn't on um the on a Nintendo system.
0: Yeah, and, and 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 I think that even even if they did want to do a Lord of Shadows on the Wii U, I still I still feel like the Nintendo fan base sees Castlevania. They 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 associate it with the Game Boy Advance or the the regular Nintendo or even Super Nintendo. I mean, it, like there's been Castlevania games on Nintendo consoles throughout you know all time, and it, the fact is is I I just don't I don't I don't think it's the brand recognition um from gamers that play Xbox. And I think that's—I mean, we we can continue to talk about Konami's flaws, but I I think I think a big part of their flaws is getting away from their their Japanese fan base and just fans of the of the Japanese mm-hmm. style game.
2: Yeah. No, I can see that.
0: And yeah, you know, the like the thing is is even Capcom's kind of lost sight of that. But the but since they've went back to Monster Hunter, which is a very Japanese game, and and the thing is is it sells well over here like that's like like there there is fans of the japanese style games like like Xenoblade Chronicles that's a very like that's a JRPG and that, that sold better in america than it did in in japan
2: and it's also kind of funny that monster hunters finding the success it is in the US on a nintendo system
0: Exactly, and and that's and that's the funny thing It's but but you know what though, I, I, again, I think Nintendo fans are already in tune to the Japanese culture and, and picking up Japanese style um, of games. Like I could see UKO Watch um, doing very well over in North America
3: if they mm, translate yeah.
0: it and move it over. But I, I mean that that all comes down to what Nintendo wants to do and with their localization processes. I really thought Fantasy Life was a good game. Um, you know, it didn't get such great reviews over here, but I thought it was really fun. I haven't <laughs>
4: gotten yet, so I don't know. It's,
0: it's, good, it's, it's good, but Be prepared for it to eat your life away. Um, okay, so so Chris, you wanna you wanna take a stab at this answer?
1: I <sighs> would this will be funny. Uh,
0: so, go, yeah.
4: Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, okay. Honestly, for me, it would be. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, so I'm going to prepare myself right now. But, never,
0: but you've never played the game.
1: I've was played, Ocarina, I played Ocarina of Time. I could not get into it. Uh, uh,
0: you've played, like, what? Two hours of Ocarina of Time? I've played. That was, like, one
4: time. of my favorite games
1: of all like, time. <laughs> <know,
3: laughs> I know
1: I'm going to get a lot of flack for it. Maybe because of the fact... I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm younger than you guys. it didn't really grow up with a Nintendo system and I just cannot get into or it.
4: Or you just love Sony a lot.
2: Okay.
3: No, <laughs> no. But I no, I, don't I, can,
2: know. I can actually see that with with the age correlation thing, especially with something like, like Ocarina of Time. Well I think and, for a lot of people we, it resonated because of the
0: age. And and we me and Chris had talked about this on a on either last week's podcast or the week before and the thing is, I, I, I tried to explain to him that that's probably not the best Zelda game to start with.
4: Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah.
0: Um, like Especially if you're trying to play it now. Um.
4: Yeah, that's true. Because like, a lot of games just hold your hands and push you through things, and you have to figure some stuff out in that game. And, I don't know, if you don't like well, RPGs and like exploring and backtracking, then you're going to hate that well, game. Well,
1: I, I don't know. I don't know if it's because of the fact that like it was the first... It was when I bought my 3DS originally, and that was, like, the first, like, real game that actually came out for the 3DS since, like, it launched. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so excited for this. Got it and played it. I was like, okay, this is not what I was picturing.
0: See, me, me, me and you had completely different opinions when I replayed that game. I thought that was one of the best things I ever replayed. Um, <laughs> yeah,
4: I was like, wow, they did a great job remaking this, and I yeah, got it, back it, into it again. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, honestly, Chris, you, you, uh, do, do you have a Wii or a GameCube? Right now? No. no. <laughs>
1: well, actually, I have a 64. I have a 64 okay, at my well, house.
0: Uh, it, that's that's not, like, when you get your Wii U, because I know you you're talking about getting a Wii U, go buy Twilight Princess for the Wii, and uh, that's a game being that like I know what kind of games you like I I really feel like you can get into Twilight Princess. Um it has a, a lot of darker uh tones to it. If you've ever seen the movie um Lady Hawk, it, it kind of has like a similar story in which um if you've seen the movie you'll understand. Um but but yeah, it has it has a lot of it has like a lot of darker undertones to it and it it just I, I don't know. I I think you'd appreciate that more than you would a game like Ocarina of Time. It, you, cause you're not you're not playing as like a little kid. You're playing more as uh, what like probably late teen Link? Would you say? Yeah. So it's I I just I I just think you might you might get into that more. Um, there's a lot of darker uh, yeah. It, I I just think the darker tones like might might interest you a little bit more. Okay,
1: because when I first played, I was like, okay, I really don't see all this hype around this game. I don't understand. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing is, is game.
0: you're kind of a story-driven guy. The the thing you got to realize about Nintendo games is Nintendo's more about the the core gameplay.
4: Um, well, they have good stories in their games too.
0: Well, they they. Uh, uh, I mean, that's that's. That's, that's <laughs> uh, I mean, that's hard to, I mean, they're not bad stories, but they're not, there's nothing like, it's, it's nothing like Hollywood. It's not going to change your life, but, I mean. yeah. Oh no, <laughs> it's gone.
4: We have to go save her. Let's go through all
2: these castles. <laughs>
0: Ain't nothing wrong with that. It works. Nope. But, <laughs> but but you know the thing is is you got, you got to jump into Zelda knowing what you're going to be jumping into, and that's that you're going to be basically each dungeon's a puzzle, and you've got to figure that puzzle out to beat the boss, and that's basically what what Zelda's about. And, and, so what uh,
4: Ann is trying to say nicely is, you have to be smart to play it. No, I'm, I'm not. Kidding. Oh, I'm oh thank kidding. you, thank <laughs> you, Mike.
0: <laughs> this is what nice. I wanted to hear. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's yeah, not I'm gonna
4: a, give you crap.
3: I,
0: I you know, am just, uh, so. <laughs> just saying though, if you if you like, I don't want you to jump into a Zelda game expecting one thing and getting another, because it, like, if you just if you jump in thinking you're gonna get Skyrim, it's not Skyrim. And no, if, yeah. I agree if, with if you if you jump into it thinking you're gonna even get a game like Uncharted, it's not Uncharted. It's it's completely different. It's it's each dungeon is its own level, and it, within that level, you get it. You get a tool, and you have to use that tool to help you with the to to help you with the dungeon, and then to help you defeat the boss. And that and that's just kind of the formula Zelda's always used. But it's it, it, it's to me it's it's always about going into those dungeons and seeing. Just how everything unfolds and and how you use that that you know that that tool or weapon that they give you that makes it so unique.
3: Okay. And
0: it's a, yeah, it, it, and again, it's it's all about like it's all about the gameplay of it, it and it's it, it's don't go into it thinking you're gonna get like this Hollywood story because that's not what it is. All right, yeah, and, yeah, and that's basically understand. my sum, summarization. <laughs> Hold up. But uh, I'll let you go ahead and uh, and, and throw your, your opinion out there, Michael.
4: Oh, man. Well, just like <clears throat> Chris, mine's probably going to be even a bigger shock, and people will probably most likely yell at me on the comments. But um, <clears throat> in all honesty, uh, and I, I love a lot of different variety of games. You know that, and I definitely have a passion for first-person shooters, but I never could get into Halo at all. Really? I didn't like it. I thought I thought it was cliche, like, and it didn't wasn't realistic enough, and I just I didn't like it. I'd rather play other games, and I tried so many times, and I'm just like I don't get the I don't get the the appeal for it. And I love space games. I love first person shooter games. Like I love Dead Space. That's fun, but I don't like I don't like Halo. I'm just not feeling it.
0: I, I I'm asked. I'm actually okay with that, like because. I do like. Okay, th- this is my love-hate relationship with Halo. I love the first Halo game. The single player is great on it. Um, if you want to play a great land party game, the multiplayer on Halo One's great. Um, Halo Two was fun for the time. Uh, the single player or the campaign wasn't as good as the first one, but it did add online mm-hmm. and probably was the best online game for a while. Would Would you guys agree with that?
1: No one to man. Yeah
0: yeah so it probably yeah. took i would say it was probably the best call- um the best online game on a console till maybe call of duty four yeah yeah so i mean it it held that title for a while um i know
4: that's why I always tried to get into it because a lot of people played it and it just couldn't I don't, you know i liked Call
0: but, of duty
4: though I did play that halo, a lot. to me
0: halo three oh, was a to me to me halo three was just the h d port of halo two i i and I didn't even think it was that well done. I I don't know. That's, that's kind of where my, my relationship with Halo kind of fell off.
3: hmm
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember when you, when, uh, I was there for when you finished Halo 3, and you seemed like you had a bad <laughs> taste in your mouth when you finished it.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, yeah. I just, like, I don't know, man. I just didn't get into it. Did, did you play the Halo series, Ryan?
2: I have. I've, I've played them all. I enjoy them. I don't think that they're, you know, the, the end-all-be-all of first-person shooters like some people do, but I would agree, I I was a huge fan of, like, Halo 1 as far as, like, the LAN party stuff is, was amazing. Oh, yeah. Two, like I was not a fan of in any way, shape, or form, whether it be – I recognize online it was amazing for its day, but Halo 2 is probably my – definitely my least favorite of the <laughs> Halo. What did you guys think about Four?
0: Uh, I didn't even – I enjoyed Four. It. I, I, so I was, I, 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 was, I even to... got
4: it to try it out and um I loved the online on four because they kind of made it a little bit more serious and there was a lot of I don't know it it, it felt a little better online and I played that for a while but I couldn't make it through the campaign at all on on oh, that sure. I just I, I just couldn't I tried I tried but I couldn't but I loved all the missions online that you could play co op and I loved all the multiplayer co op stuff. I don't yeah, know I why. Already, I,
0: can... I was already done with the Halo series by the time Four came out. I was just, I don't know. I have to reach out. My, my
2: favorite thing for Four is all the people, all the big bro dudes that loved it and talked about how awesome the story was, but totally missed the point that it's a love story between Master Chief and his AI. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So that's, that's That's mine. So.
0: Nice. Man, so so you guys are you guys are going with huge franchises. So um, I, I actually I have give,
2: a, Hey, I we're just being first. honest,
0: right? <laughs> what, what was that, Ryan?
2: I said, that I'm the I'm the guy that goes personal and 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 goes really mean. <laughs> Well,
0: <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to go mean, but I I have a I have a few games that I'm going to talk about because I I I can't oh, decide just one. The first one I'm probably going to get helpful, because it seems to be like the most popular thing since sliced bread nowadays and that's Minecraft. I just do not get Minecraft.
4: I agree with you I, I on agree that. With you totally. I even tried it. And I liked the idea of it. But actually playing it, it's just I I don't find any enjoyment out of it. It's just I don't know, I don't like it. Uh,
0: and, and I'm I apologize if you're a, a fan, Ryan, because I didn't hear you say anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh no, no, it's it, I completely can. I was very poo-poo on Minecraft until I played it on the 360. And I'm I'm a person that loves to create stuff like that. You know, like I love the far. <laughs> map editor and things, so I think it just kind of hit me <laughs> in the right place, but I mean, it's not like a game that I still play to this day. I was like, oh, this is really awesome. I built some stuff, and then I was done with it, and even trying to go back now on, like, my Xbox One, it does—it definitely doesn't have that same pull that it did, like, the first mm-hmm. and a half, I think. I, yeah.
4: I love how the guy made $2 billion off of it. Or two point five yeah. billion dollars yeah. off it, like that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I wish I was that guy, but uh, <laughs> um, that's the most part I love about. It. I also love the Minecraft South Park episode. So, but
3: yeah, yeah, but, but uh, so, <laughs> pretty much so.
0: Pretty. So I, I just don't get Minecraft. Then I'm gonna stay with the whole creating element and go to my next game that I, I don't find that good, and for some reason other people do, and that's Little Big Planet.
2: Mm. Oh, I agree. Mm.
0: <laughs> to me, to me, here's my issue: is when I buy a game, I want to play the game. I don't want to build the game, and the the levels that are there, even though there are levels to play, they better control and play a lot better than they do and they don't. So that mm-hmm. that's that's my. It, it feels really flighty. Like when I'm jumping, I shouldn't float. Like I should jump. Like uh, it should feel more natural, and it doesn't. And I want to like the game. I love the character Sackboy. I think I think that's a great character. I think the whole the, the whole visuals that mo- um uh what's the name? Media molecule? Is that their name? Media yeah. molecule. Yeah. I, I I love the I love their visuals that they make. It it looks great. The game looks great. It's just it, it just plays like crap.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I played through Little Black Man one, two, and carding. I I don't want to get I don't want to play three I mainly because of fact out after two I was like, okay. I really don't want to play this. I only played carding mean, because of fact it was a free game.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: yeah i i agree i i liked one and two i mean m- one more um and then after that i was kind of lost interest and i'm like i'm not gonna buy a lo- bunch of skins and build a crap load of levels i want to actually like play a game so
0: yeah there, sony would be better off keep making puppeteer games like that game was awesome
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like way better than left or um little big planet and then um My final game. I'll make a personal attack. Since Ryan had to make a personal attack, I got to make a personal attack, and that's for that's for Mr. Peter Monaloo. We want to talk about overrating.
1: Yeah. Oh come on! You don't you don't remember that little Kinect avatar thing that he's supposed to? Uh, Whatever happened to Milo?
0: (laughs) Whatever happened to him? Came out. (laughs) I bet you that was the kid that was killed during the nationwide commercial.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Milo
0: died because Peter Monolute didn't pay attention to him. Oh, my uh, God.
4: I don't recall that commercial, but that's funny. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, that
2: horrible.
0: Yeah, it is horrible. It's like some kid that says like, he died because, I don't know, like he drowned or something like that. <laughs> like, I'm never going
2: to fly.
1: Oh, so it's a serious <laughs> one? That's I'm never going to do that.
0: Yeah, so so Milo's never gonna see the light of day on an Xbox console because Peter Monolo killed him. So, um, yeah, but but that's that's besides the point. Uh, his fable games they could be good, except for he promises you the world and gives you a little island.
1: <laughs> Sounds like Activision with Destiny.
0: No. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's worse. No. <laughs> <Well. laughs>
1: I would not say worse but it, it, it's it's like the
0: same you know what you know what's funny? I actually like a a Peter Monaloo game and that's black and white. I think black and white's a great game.
2: that was fantastic. I remember playing that back in the day on the p c
0: yeah and that's an absolutely wonderful game but but you know what like like fable to me when you look at fable, what's the first thing you think of
4: uh uh in regards to like RPG? Just looking
0: at it. Just if you looked at Fable, someone put Fable in front of you, what would you say that the game's going after?
4: I, I don't know what they're going after. I, I think Robin Hood though, in like medieval times and stuff, but
0: I think game. Zelda, the first thing I look at it, I'd say it's Microsoft's answer to Zelda. Mm. Yeah, I
4: could... and,
0: and and the thing is is do I Yeah,
4: want I think so. I think that's what they're trying to do, because they don't have any franchises like
0: that. And I look at it and I'm like, do I want that to be Zelda? No, I I don't mind if they it it's not that I'm playing it to to be I'm not playing it thinking it's going to be a Zelda game. I, I know it's not going to be, because nothing's Zelda. Zelda's Zelda. But I, I look at that game, and I'm like, and, and everything he's promising, like, he, I remember, was it Fable 2 where he was, like, basically saying that the whole world, like, had its own, like, economy in the game? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think that was 2. That's 2. That's yeah. how
0: that has it was. And, and it, 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 like, it definitely didn't feel like it, did it?
2: <laughs> nope. No,
4: I did not.
0: So, I, I don't know. And then, like, I remember, like, two had like this co-op mode where, like, one person was like in a bubble or something like that.
1: <laughs> that was too angry, actually.
0: Yeah, that's just uh, I. I don't know. There's so many. There's so many bad things. Like, I mean, I could probably go look at a list of things that he promised were going to be in those games that he never were fulfilled. Fulfilled. And I, I mean, did did it have a lot of stuff in him? Sure. What was it? everything he promised, not even close. Of course not. But, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if, if, per se, I would want the game to be that, that crazily involved.
2: Yeah, that's true too. I don't know. But, but, I think but, at one point in time he said like, if you cut down a tree, it'll grow back.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did say that. He Basically, yeah. he was saying it was like a living, breathing world that he was putting you in and and, and it was nothing even close to that.
4: Well, well he was trying to hype people up, of course, but yeah, it never actually got to that point
0: period, but yep. how about that new Zelda game? Oh my God, that footage looked amazing at uh the video game awards
2: <laughs> for off screen yeah, pretty good yeah, yeah, it, did. it <laughs>
0: did but what was the uh the final that that was that was our last question from the listener mail but oh i want I know what I wanted to bring up how about spider man in the m c u oh.
2: <laughs> I'm okay with that.
0: You're okay with that?
2: Oh yeah. Um, so, so you know Marvel? You know Marvel paid some big money actually, to Sony you know what, for that. They didn't.
1: They didn't pay any dime. They didn't pay how, any, no one dime.
0: How do you know that?
1: I read. I read on bro. So. so uh, that
0: Yeah. Yes.
4: What? Repeat that. I didn't actually, like, process that. Spider-Man in what?
0: The MCU, man. The Marvel Cinematic Universe.
4: Oh, well, that's where he freaking belongs.
0: So. It, it is where he belongs, so so they have an
4: Avenger for Christ's sake, he needs to be on in there so so they
0: so they haven't officially announced what the first movie he's gonna be in, but if you've ever read Civil War, um yeah, you'll know yeah. that he's he's gonna be in the Captain America Civil War movie, uh, which is gonna be followed up by his own movie, and it's not and it's been confirmed that it's not Andrew Garfield, which I don't like, but i uh, I like
4: Andrew Garfield a lot, so
0: do I. And I, I will, that's a bummer. And, 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 and him as a casualty of the, of this whole deal is not like I don't know. I, I, I think they should just pretend it like the first two movies never existed, but continued with him as Spider Man.
4: I, I agree. I, I
0: I haven't seen anybody that can pull off Peter Parker and Spider Man as well as him. Uh, I, he he just oh he, he
2: did he did great as as that character. He just he has, has bad movies to work with.
0: Yeah, and, and he was he was Those the, are the
4: Spider Mans I actually bought. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and him and Emma Stone were the two bright spots of of, of those movies. So mm-hmm. I, I you know, spoiler, their them killing her off in the second basically probably killed the franchise. Um, yeah, I
4: loved Emma Stone too in that she did an amazing job and they were idiots for doing that, I thought. Yeah,
0: well they I mean I, I understand what they were going for, but the, honestly when those two were on the screen they really stole the show. They so, did.
4: Probably because they were stealing each other afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they
0: were, but that's besides the point. Um, so I, I don't know who they're gonna get to. They're gonna cast to play Spider-Man. Um, the, the Marvel slash uh, Sony movie that's gonna be a standalone comes out in 2017 now, and they pushed back all their other movies six months, uh, minus the yeah. Avenger uh, Infinity War movies. So.
2: Wow, so that means they've already got some stuff in, in mind and in play then. Yeah.
0: Yes, they. Um, with the announcement they said that uh, Spider-Man will be appearing in a Marvel Universe uh, movie first, which, I mean, we all pretty much know it's going to be Civil War. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. then, then they're going to have his own standalone movie, which will take place within the – Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then they said it should show up in other movies as well. And the cool thing is, is they really don't need to get the actor to be there because most of it's probably just going to be CG, anyways. So or
4: somebody in a suit, so yeah. And then you
0: could just get them to come back and voice act it for a couple lines. So it it doesn't really it, it doesn't really matter too much to it. But I, I just does it relate to video games? Probably not, because they really haven't made too many Marvel. Stuff, but you know, us as nerds, we like to talk about that, so it's bonus <laughs>
4: content, they can deal with it. Yeah. It's, it's our okay. bonus you, can, content.
2: you can tie it into the you know, Lego Marvel games or that crazy first person Marvel game that that concept footage that just got released.
0: Oh, that was that looked awesome, it looked like Metroid yeah. Prime meets Iron Man. Yeah, I, I would be completely okay if Retro Studios was making an Iron Man game.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: You know, I would have been completely okay if Nintendo had got the rights to make Harry Potter as well. But, you know. Yep. But of all people,
2: did, I know that. Did, you see that. did you guys see
0: that from her as well?
2: Yeah, it's it's funny. When that came out, I thought I remember something about that being talked about back in those days when everybody was trying to re- acquire those rights, too.
0: I mean, it, it went back when they, they said that they were trying to acquire the rights in 1998 to get the Harry Potter... Um, franchise on the Nintendo system, so I mean, at that point, that was the N sixty four. I I want to say that predates any of the movies, right?
2: Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah that that's crazy that Cup Nintendo was,
2: mm-hmm.
0: was was that ahead of it. And honestly, uh, like I I think they're kind of fools for not going with Nintendo because Nintendo did more justice for that franchise than EA. Yeah, they would have.
2: True, but they're I guess. Going. What they were saying is that Nintendo was going after all of the rights, though, like movies, TV, all that stuff. So we probably would have never had the movies. So, you know, you kind of
0: gotcha. go I, I I see what you're saying. Well, Nintendo should have just went after the games and just made the games and just had exclusive rights to the games. But... We'll we'll see where that goes. I I don't know. Like Disney acquiring everything kind of scares me at some points, though, because I mean, if Nintendo you know keeps their downward spiral of video game consoles, I could see Disney trying to eat them up to get a bigger portion of the uh, of the console or of the video game market. Because that's really the only thing they're not in right now.
2: I don't know because when a couple years ago they said that they didn't want to be in that market though.
0: But I think Disney Affinity might have changed their mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's true. <laughs> no, I
2: think that I think that's just a perfect storm kind of thing. for Well, you for know
0: th- that perfect storm kind of went downhill once the amiibos hit, though, because they said that they um, the sales were down like half or something like that of the Disney Affinity figures.
2: I would doubt it. Well, and when you you know you have something like that, and fifty percent of your sales are on Nintendo platforms, and then you kind of for two point Bastardize that that platform's version of the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and you know what's funny about that is like I I, I mean every like I don't under, like I don't get why every single third party port has to come over to Nintendo consoles and be so bastardized. I, it just makes no sense to me.
2: No, nope, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be.
0: It doesn't have to be. And and I I don't know. But like to me, like that that's a. And and that's a game like with Skylanders is to me those those are uh, other games that are very at home on a Nintendo console, especially with the the demographic you're aiming for. So I, I don't know. I, I'm still waiting to see if Nintendo releases a game that's uh, based around the amiibo usage, more so than like I mean like kind of like a Disney Infinity or a, a Skylanders type game. Yeah,
4: you and a Aren't bunch of other people. Japan
2: somewhere.
0: Yeah, I, I, maybe maybe that's gonna be the big E three announcement this year from Nintendo.
2: Cool, maybe. Do you imagine? <laughs> I,
0: I, I mean, it's it's definitely a possibility, and and you know who would kind of be perfect to make the game? I I don't know if it if, if it would be them, but um, Traveler's Tale would be perfect to make that kind of game. Oh yeah. I mean they'd have to pull them um, they already had a relationship with Nintendo with Lego City undercover but they would have to pull them off of their Lego projects but at this point I I mean Lego pro- projects are basically copy and paste right
2: well and the the guys that did um un- the undercover were actually their their handheld division uh, that was TT Fusion
0: okay so yeah so that's I I mean maybe you can hand it off to them and uh, let them I mean cuz I, I liked Lego City Undercover. I thought that was a fun game.
2: Most un, next to Wonderful 101, one of the most underrated Wii U titles.
0: I mean, yeah, I I mean, granted it's not a game I'd play through more than once, but it, it had some clever uh what what's the word I'm looking for? Like um clever like little uh movie
4: snippets. <laughs> yeah,
0: like mo- like like movie satires and stuff like that in it so I I enjoyed it. Did you play that game, Chris?
1: No, I did not. Oh. oh,
0: I think you would like that game. It's like it's like GTA meets Lego, but uh, it has like a lot of like movie uh satires and puns in them.
2: And done correctly, where it's actually funny. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I, if you when you pick up your Wii U, pick that game up. I think you'll like it. Right. Well, yeah.
4: Do it. <laughs>
0: Do it. Well, that that's all I got. Do you guys have anything to add? Yeah.
4: No, I'm I'm yeah. good. I've been adding as we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right well uh that, that'll be it for episode 24 um until next week i am anthony chris
4: michael <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's forfeit time no and uh, together we are <laughs> game all right
4: peace
3: out guys all right see ya later, later.